At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program is pre-recorded. This is Women to Watch. To rise above all of the noise and fulfill every last one of your dreams. Women to Watch, sharing the real stories of the most accomplished women in the world. It is for those frightened children who want peace. It is for those voiceless children who want change. Be inspired by women from across the globe who are encouraging more women to pursue their dreams. True philanthropy comes from living from the heart of yourself and giving what you have been given. Now, here's the owner, founder, and host of Women to Watch, Sue Rocco. Good evening, everybody, and thanks so much for tuning in to another week of Women to Watch. It's so great to be back with all of you. Um, in just a moment, I am going to be joined by Gemma Toner. And Gemma is the founder and CEO of Tone Networks, which is an online micro learning and coaching tool designed for working women, um, which, gosh, in this um, day and age is highly needed and necessary. We're going to be talking a lot about that during the show. Uh, I'm excited to learn more about what the platform offers. Be sure to stay with us during the breaks where you'll hear from our exclusive watch team of on-air contributors who have exciting and interesting information from their industries in healthcare, finance, legal matters, military affairs, and technology. And don't forget to sign up for the podcast so you never miss a show and our newsletter by going to womentowatch.net. Again, that's women, the number two, watch.net, N-E-T. And we're getting, just a reminder, very, very excited for our launch on WABC in New York next week when I host uh, Heather Cohen. So stay tuned for that. So now I'd love to welcome to the show Gemma Toner, again, the founder and CEO of Tone Networks. Gemma, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to have you. I understand you're with us from New York in um, a, a beautiful area called Oyster Bay. And um, I, I understand you were, you know, that is where you are now and that is where you grew up. Am I correct? Yeah, I actually uh, started in Ireland. I'm actually, my parents immigrated here when I was very young. 
and so grew up in my whole life here in New York. Okay, tell me Ireland, where I have a lot of descendants from Ireland as well and, and family <laughs> there right now. Yeah. What, what part of Ireland is, is your family from? So I'm from I'm from I'm from Northern Ireland. I was born in Belfast. Okay, and wow. My parents immigrated here when I was very young, uh-huh. and I had the good fortune of uh, spending a lot of time in Ireland as a child and growing up because uh, that's where most of our relatives were. So I uh, had the chance to kind of witness the American dream uh, in my dad coming here and uh, doing well, and uh, also then being able to go back and. Uh, be with family and experience an entirely different culture. Yeah, and Belfast, you know, is a very interesting part of the country with, you know, uh, a lot that's been going on there. Um, you know, we're in a pandemic now, but before, have you been back recently? Yeah, yeah. I, I go back all the do time. You, you know, yeah. it's, uh, uh, yeah, we just do. You know, it's, uh, uh, it's, it's really our second home. It's a beautiful place. Um, yeah. Gemma, tell me, when you think about your, your childhood, I wanted to ask you what you think might be an experience you recall that impacted your desire today to help women in particular? Yeah, I think it was actually really watching my dad uh, come here and, and uh, be an entrepreneur and work as hard as he did and receive help from so many different people uh, in his life to help him along, if you will. And I think what he instilled in me, and that's not one experience, that's really a lifelong experience, was um, to never forget where you come from, but also to always help people along the way. And so that's really what inspired me to start Tone Networks, because I had the benefit of having mentors and sponsors and an executive coach. And those things aren't things that happen to everyone in corporate America. And so what I wanted to do was figure out a way to make those access, that access accessible to everyone, something that is typically reserved for a very small percentage of the employee population. I wanted to find a way where we could get this to more women earlier in their careers so they would have that knowledge. Because not everybody gets a sponsor or a mentor or an executive coach or access to experts in general. Yeah, you, you know, you really have to seek that out, I think, very purposefully. Um, tell me, what did your dad do? My dad owned bars and restaurants in Manhattan. Okay, fun. Did you ever, yeah, yeah. did you, would you yeah, work there fun. in your... 20s? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, never. No, 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 no. And people always ask, did you go? I'm like, no, not when your dad owns the place. Not really. <laughs> so I didn't go that frequently. But I'm um, very proud of him. And, uh, you know, he, uh, he really uh, taught us to give back and to be generous and to um, help as many people as you can. Yeah. And that's really part of what Tone is about for me. You know, I left corporate America and I retired, and I thought I was going to be doing philanthropy, <laughs> uh, building houses and helping women globally. And uh, then I realized that there was this gap uh, in the market and that there was something I could do about it. And so that was really the beginning of creating Tone Network. Let me ask you, was it hard to walk away from corporate America, or, or at that time, were you just ready? Was it a relief? I was ready. Yeah. Yeah. 
It was, it was, I think it was, you know, I had a very personal situation. I had a great gig. I was very fortunate. I worked for a great company with lots of opportunities. Um, but I had a moment where I had a very close friend pass away. And it was really at that moment when I reevaluated um, what did I want to be doing? And uh, it was time for me to figure out uh, something else, if you will. And I wasn't quite sure what that was. But what I knew was that I needed to retire and take a step back and figure out kind of my next thing. And so it was a, a little uncomfortable uh, to leave a great job uh, that you loved, uh, but it was also, you know, essential for me to do because it really gave me the time to reflect and think and observe, quite frankly, uh, so that I was able to come up with the idea for a, a new company. You know, it's so interesting to me. I hear so often that people's kind of um, wake-up calls come when they lose someone. And, um, you know, I, I, I've heard that so much recently. And, you know, this friend that you lost, what was it exactly that made you reflect um, and think about making such a major change in your life? I think her bravery and her courage throughout her entire battle uh, just made me realize, hey, you know, you have a limited amount of time uh, on this earth, and uh, the obvious thing to do is keep doing what you're doing. Uh, but the more courageous thing is to uh, really reevaluate and, you know, get to your heart, follow your heart and what's going to make that thing for the rest of your life. Yeah. And, and of course, you know, the financial aspect of, of it is a big, um, you know, it's a big thing to consider, but I, I think as they say, when you're making good decisions and doing what you love, the, the financial reward comes. Um, listen, we're going to go into our first break. Stay with us. I'm talking to Gemma Toner, the founder and CEO of Tone Networks. We'll be right back. Now, the women to watch. Military Watch. Hi, I'm Carol Egger, Senior Vice President of Military and Veteran Affairs at Comcast NBC Universal. Now, you have heard me speak of the widening civilian-military divide that is characterized by misperception and an inability to relate to those who serve. This divide also threatens the nation's efforts to recruit the quality youth needed to maintain the force and therefore threatens our national security. This divide also impacts a veteran's opportunity to smoothly transition to the civilian sector after service. Now, you know we at Comcast are committed to supporting the military community and to support those who join our team to thrive as employees. We understand and seek out the skills and experiences that military candidates bring to our company, and we want to help other businesses adopt the same ways of thinking to foster awareness and understanding of this military community. So last year, we teamed up with SHRM, the Society for Human Resource Management, to sponsor a free online education program where anyone interested in learning the best practices for hiring, training, and retaining military talent could receive their Veterans at Work certificate. This multifaceted program, which includes dynamic content, videos, brief quizzes, can easily be completed over a couple of days. And it includes courses from our Psych Armor partner. Some of my favorites are 15 Things Every Veteran Wants You to Know and Military Lingo. 
So if you're an HR professional, a hiring manager, have veteran colleagues, or work with the military community in any capacity, I strongly encourage you to look into getting your Veterans at Work certificate through the SHRM Foundation. And remember, it's completely free. You can learn more by visiting shrm.org forward slash foundation. Thanks. That's all for this week's Military Watch. Since 1858, Mount St. Joseph Academy has been educating girls to be leaders, founders, and independent thinkers. Students are taught to be collaborative, courageous, compassionate, confident, and spiritual. In this student-centered environment, the young women are transformed by recognizing their own potential and are encouraged to use it to make a difference in the world. To learn more about Mount St. Joseph Academy, go to www.msjacad.org or call 215-233-3177. That's msjacad.org or 215-233-3177. Watch. I'm Dr. Marianne Ritchie. How do you define medical care? A visit to the doctor? Taking medicine? Having an operation? None of these measures are enough if you don't have a safe, dry, warm place to call home. Housing is medical care. Two very special women, Sister Mary Scullion and Joan Dawson McConnell, have helped thousands who have experienced homelessness come in from the cold. They're driven by the idea that indifference to the poor is not an option. A small emergency winter shelter has grown to nearly 1,000 units of housing, two businesses that employ formerly homeless people, medical and dental care, and an educational center. Project Home, officially opened in 1989, is the most successful homeless outreach organization in the world, a model for other cities to follow. The acronym HOME stands for Housing, Opportunity for Employment, Medical Care, and Education. The idea? Erase homelessness today by providing a home. Prevent homelessness tomorrow by providing education. This morning on Your Radio Doctor, I spoke with Monica McCurdy, their Vice President of Healthcare Services. People without shelter are much more vulnerable and COVID hasn't made it easier. Their physical conditions often parallel those of people almost 15 to 20 years older. With Project Home and other helping organizations, Philadelphia has the highest rate of poverty in the top 10 cities and one of the lowest rates of homelessness. Visit the website projecthome.org. Read about the team that heads to the street and invites people into a place of love and stability. No stigma, no shame. If you or someone you know needs help, think of Project Home. Sister Mary says, when staff, volunteers, and homeless people all work together, we're all changed. No one is home until all of us are home. So, Divas, when you see a person in need, say hello. Look them in the eye. Acknowledging a person's dignity may light the spark that moves them to get help. This is Women to Watch with Sue Rocco. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I'm speaking with Gemma Toner, the founder and CEO of Tone Networks, if you're just joining us. And uh, Gemma, I I read that you had experienced one of those aha moments um, during your career while speaking at a women's leadership conference. Tell, yeah, tell, tell us why you think successful women continue um, to have fear, you know, when it comes to making a change or a pivot. Look, I think uh, there's been so much documented about confidence and, you know, imposter syndrome, right? It is 
Uh, there's, you know, tons of research that's been done. And it just, it is what it is right now. And so what we need to do is address the elephant in the room and acknowledge that uh, we need more, you know, and we need that confidence boost and those confidence builders, uh, whatever that may be, uh, so that we can move forward. You know, there's even just uh, some basic things like promoting, self-promotion, promoting yourself. Women don't promote at the same rate as men. You know, so there's a lot of drivers, internal drivers, uh, that hold us back, and we need to listen and learn from experts to help us kind of move forward. And, of course, we also need allies and sponsors to also be encouraging you. We need encouragement. You know, you mentioned that um, at the beginning of the show, having sponsors, mentors, coaches. Um, Tell me, well, I'd love to know who, you know, comes to mind immediately for you as someone who has believed in you and what's the greatest thing you've learned from them? Uh, okay, I would have to say uh, uh, Charles Dolan. He uh, is the founder of a company called Cable Vision that I worked for, and uh, he believed in me probably more than I believed in myself. Uh, and I think what I learned from him was uh, to be unafraid of, you know, taking those chances and to keep going. And uh, failures are not failures, they're lessons. Uh, sometimes they sting and they're hard. Uh, but to keep moving forward, uh, to get going and keep going. And do you think his support, Gemma, was was more impactful because he was a man? I, I think sometimes, you know, women are can be very, very supportive of each other and kind of cheerleaders. Um, but when there's a colleague, mm-hmm. a colleague that sees something in you um, and wants to to kind of be a cheerleader for you, I wonder if that had more impact. No, I say, look, I think there's just, you just have a greater likelihood just because of the sheer numbers of, you know, where you're going to find those senior role models, right? You know, when I was coming up in the ranks, there just weren't that many women, right? So I think there's more of us that are out there uh, to be helping other women. But I think whether your mentor or sponsor is a man or a woman, what's most important is what are the actions and commitments that, uh, you know, they can do for you, right? How can they help you and, you know, to accept it and move. Right. Tell me, um, let's talk about Tone Networks and and really what it is and and what women will find if they go there. Um, But I want to start with your decision to launch it, which, again, takes a lot of courage. And there's a lot of other uh, resources and networks out there. how did you start with the process of recruiting your team? Uh, that was really done. Recruiting my team uh, was done through referrals. And actually building my business is also through referrals, to be quite frank. Uh, I would say how I started the company was first I needed to kind of check that there was a market and that this was a concept that would actually have some sort of traction. And so what I did was a lot of market research, uh, researching uh, against working women and asking working women, you know, what stands in the way of your personal and professional development. And women answered uh, uh, three things. Confidence, we just spoke about that. Time and access. And so those are things that I could solve. You know, there's multiple other issues that stand in the way for women's uh 
development and advancement in their careers. But those are areas that certainly tone networks as the working concept that I had could work. And what we also recognized was in doing that consumer research, we learned, you know, that women did not want to take a course. Uh, attending seminars were great, but not everybody gets to go to them. And they wanted really short, tight sound bites of information that they could use and that it be easily accessible. And so, you know, today, you know, with us being in a pandemic, uh, virtual learning is paramount. You know, we've been virtual from the get-go just as a function of it's just easier for you to be able to consume knowledge, if you will, in different form factors and on different devices when you're able, if you will. So tell me what, um, what kind of content will women find on your site? Sure. So there's sort of, there's two different experiences for women. One is we have a large library of microlearning videos. And microlearning video basically means a video between three to five minutes. So you're not needing to commit 45 minutes or an hour to, you know, invest in yourself and learn something new. So that's one part. Which, by the way, I think that's, yeah, that's such a smart idea, right? Because that. It's just, yeah, yeah, just. Make it as easy as possible. (laughs) Well, if it's time, yeah, if it's time that women are struggling with, um, I think, you know, small snippets of audio or video, both content can be really valuable. Right. If you're checking in regularly. Right. And the other piece is then, remember I said I wanted women to have access to resources that are typically reserved for, you know, a small percentage of the population. And so Tone Networks is a combination of microlearning videos that you uh, can select from. We also push videos based on your interests and behavior. So, again, we want to be respectful of your time. So what that means is if you are not a parent, we're not going to push progressive parenting videos to you. The other component of the platform is our live streaming where women can join together to learn from an executive coach or expert in a live stream community setting. Okay, terrific. We'll talk a little bit more about that when we come back. Stay with us for our Legal Watch and our Finance Watch. I'm speaking to Gemma Toner. We'll be right back. Now, now the women to watch. Legal Watch. Legal Watch. This is Nicole Hitner at Ballard Spar Law Firm for Legal Watch. Across the country, people are laser focused on diversity and inclusion. Companies have resolved to take a close look at the diversity of their workforce, suppliers, and boards of directors. The resulting actions stemming from those close examinations will be driven by institutional investors, senior management, and even consumers. We all have a role to play. Ballard is hosting a free webinar on August 12th at noon Eastern time titled Diversity and Corporate Governance in an Era of Social Change. Listen in while Khalil Williams interviews panelists including Allison Cooley from NYU Law School, Sharice Lilly from CRL Consulting, Jay Lund from Anderson Windows, and more. Login details will be sent to you after you register online. It's a conversation we all need to be a part of. The support we all lend each other, and especially women of color right now, will have lasting effects for years to come. Please visit us at BallardSpar.com and be an active part of the conversation. This is Nicole Hitner for your Legal Watch. Stay safe. 
If you believe that family, charity, or money is deeply important for the greater good, Fortis Wealth invites you to a highly personalized financial discovery process to help you visualize your financial legacy. It's not for everyone, but if you're willing to invest the time and thought, they can offer advice and strategies to help you accomplish your dreams. Fortis Advisors is a wholly owned subsidiary of Fortis Wealth, an investment advisor registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission. Visit Fortis-Wealth.com today because tomorrow is waiting. Hi, this is Terry, and I'm from Fortis Wealth. More and more investors around the world are putting their money in sustainable investments, also known as ESG investments. ESG stands for Environmental, Social, and Governance. Investors who employ this strategy examine criteria within those categories to analyze stocks. A company with a high environmental rating will display practices as to not harm the environment as well as be proactive on issues such as climate change. A company that scores well in the social factor would exhibit diversity throughout the company and be outspoken on social issues such as human rights and animal welfare. A company that scores well on the corporate governance factor would exemplify responsible executive compensation and or above average employee compensation. ESG investing is in the mainstream. It's driven by individuals who embrace the idea that their investment objectives and personal values aren't mutually exclusive. In the United States, mutual funds focused on sustainable investing attracted more than $20 billion in assets in 2019, a 400% increase over 2018, according to Morningstar. Morningstar's behavioral research team finds that all generations and genders are interested in sustainable investing. Some investors believe ESG investing means sacrificing returns, but recent research suggests that it can produce comparable returns, with some studies showing that they can even outperform in the long run. A 2018 white paper by the Morgan Stanley Institute on Sustainable Investing found that sustainable funds provided returns comparable to traditional funds while reducing downside risk. It further found that there is strong statistical evidence that these funds are more stable during periods of extreme volatility. Keep in mind, as with traditional mutual funds and ETFs, each ESG fund is different. Pay close attention to a fund's strategy and approach, and as always, consult with your financial advisor to determine how sustainable investing fits into your overall goals and financial plan. This is Terry. Peace out. You're listening to Women to Watch with Sue Rocco on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Gemma, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about um, personal development. And, you know, one of the things I believe so strongly is that, you know, we really will never have professional success um, if we don't really have all our ducks in a row, you know, personally. And confidence comes from that, um, you know, that internal self-esteem. Can you tell me, you know, a little bit about your journey and what strides you have made in your own personal development that led you to have the confidence to start your own company? Mm-hmm. Well, I think, look, I think I, 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 I want to be clear. I struggle with confidence too. <laughs> um, and here I was able to retire at fairly early age and start a company. So I think it's just inherent. Uh, it's just something that most of us are challenged with. And I would say, I think it's that, it's actually finding the time, which, again, is really hard because most women are last on their to-do list, uh, to actually recognize that uh, you need to kind of nourish uh, your well-being. And that means investing not only in learning new specific skills that you can apply in your job or in your career, but it's also about making that time and recognizing that you need time to recharge 
and to energize and to build that confidence uh, by doing social things, whether, you know, that's a phone call and, and not just doing the work piece. I think it's really important. You know, work-life balance is really hard to hit. Uh, but I know that, you know, if I meditate and work out and eat right, I have a better day than when I don't, you know. And so there's some basic tenets uh, that, for me, work, uh, and I work it every day. Some days are better than others. I, I was curious whether you're um, seeing different conversations, different questions from women that are members using Tone Networks today during the pandemic as opposed to prior. I mean, we're certainly really in a whole different world. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about what, you know, what women are saying to you. We are. Yeah, so we're seeing, you know, since really March, uh, you know, it's the work-life balance, it's uh, juggling, it's parenting videos. Uh, women are really challenged with this, you know, double-double duty that uh, they're doing, right? Which is not only are you working, um, but you're also at home and you actually may have uh, school-age children that you are in some way, shape or form now educating. And so that's a real struggle. Uh, and that's a struggle for the parents, the, the mom and the kids, but it's also a struggle just even from, you know, how do you run your day when you're the expectation is that you're, you know, going to be on Zoom calls most of the day. So a lot of, you know, how do I manage how do I um, feel less guilty when I, you know, when I'm not with my child, uh, when I want to be? So those type of questions, uh, you know, quite soulful and, and not easy solutions, by the way, right? It really is a lot of, you know, recognizing we're in a pandemic and, you know, this is difficult and none of us have all the answers, uh, but have the best intentions and also be mindful of, you know, setting boundaries and recognizing that you need to do self-care uh, throughout all of this. Are you seeing, um, because I think I am seeing more and more women turning to entrepreneurship and walking away from, from corporate America so that they have more flexibility and freedom to really kind of create the life they want. Yeah, I, I don't know that I could give you a stat on that. I, I can tell you certainly the McKinsey study is showing that you know women are peeling out of the of the corporate workforce much earlier in their careers, right? And so part of what Tone is about is really helping get women access to resources earlier in their career, uh, so that you know they can actually find a way to stay in in the corporate workforce if they so choose. You know, entrepreneurism, there's perceptions there, right? Not everyone's a successful entrepreneur. So I think uh, you may have more flexibility, but you're taking on a lot more risk. So I think it depends. And I don't actually have that stat. Yeah, I, I just am wondering in, in the women that are coming to your site, um, if you're seeing more women that are on the verge of, you know, starting something new on their own, or are they more women that are working for Fortune 500s? Um, yeah, I would say for the most part, it's more women that are working at companies. But not all of them Fortune 500 by any means. I mean, we do work with Coca-Cola and JetBlue and uh, all different types of companies. Uh, but it's, it is people that are more in a 
you know, office environment, if you will, a corporate environment, uh, as opposed to entrepreneurial. Yeah. Tell me how, tell me how you're managing your own fear um, of the responsibility of, of running a company and, and how many unknowns we have today with the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, managing your own fear is it depends on the day. You know, I think it's you have to keep it in check. Uh, I could certainly do what I call, you know, the death spiral of negative thinking. And <laughs> That's never good. Yourself, yeah. Yeah, really, it's just, I mean, we can all do it, right? Uh, and I, so I think it's, you know, how do you manage it? You just have to check. You know, it's always, there's always a million reasons why things might not work or, why, or how things are going to go wrong. I can't predict the future, but what I can do is look at where we are right now and, you know, how do we just go back to our mission, which is how do we help women and how do we help the most women as quickly as possible in this environment? And so that's really, I kind of just go back to my North Star. Yeah, there you go. And yeah. really kind of you yeah. know, focus on what our mission is. Right. And all the rest, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's really difficult out there. But um, again, you keep going. Yeah. You learn and you keep right. going. We're going to go into our last break. Stay with us for Mary Manzo of our Tech Watch, and I'll be right back with Gemma Toner. Now, the women to watch. Tech Watch. Hi, I'm Mary Manzo of Pathways Consulting Group. This week, I'll be continuing my series on the impact of social media on the Gen Z girl. For reference, Gen Z is anyone born between 1995 to mid-2000s. Last week, I spoke about the positive aspects of social media, and this week, I'll focus on the negative. When I asked my niece why she thought her generation uses social media, she said to communicate with friends, share information and photos about themselves and others. She told me her and her friends feel it's important to have a social media presence. During my research, I found that girls spend as much as three to four hours on social media a day, and that's a conservative number. I also found that social media creates a lot of anxiety for girls. They worry that friends or family will post an embarrassing photo of them or that their posts will be ignored. Oftentimes, they're the recipient of cyberbullying and harassed by others, which can be damaging to their self-esteem and reputation. Girls often share personal information, which leaves the door open to predators or online scams. In one survey, I saw 85% of girls receive a friend request from strangers and 44% of those girls accept the requests. That's scary. So how do you know when all of this is a problem? If they're spending too much time on social media, they can become disconnected. You may observe a lack of enthusiasm for offline activity like sports, homework, and hobbies. You may find it difficult to hold a conversation with them or their grades may be slipping. If they're the recipient of cyberbullying, you may find their self-esteem has dropped and they're isolating themselves. Sometimes the problem is so drastic they might not want to leave the house or go to school. My advice is to get educated and share this education with children and teenagers. There's some awesome websites out there like reachout.com or kindcampaign.org that provide insight and guidance for adults and the Gen Z. Your local schools will have information too and can help guide you. Some screen time rules at home wouldn't hurt either, and there are ways to enforce these rules without them appearing to be rules. Please get educated on this topic. You'll be shocked what you find. I'm Mary at pathwayscg.com. 
Introducing Pathways Consulting Group, a company that will align your IT needs with your business goals. Pathways is a full-service ServiceNow partner. What does that mean? It's simple. Pathways will collaborate and design, develop, and deploy solutions for your company today that will define tomorrow. Pathways will provide world-class enterprise service management solutions. Pathways Consulting Group. They listen. They care. They execute. Go to PathwaysCG.com. That's PathwaysCG.com. Hi, Sue Rocco here, host of Women to Watch. Are you a fan of the show? If so, be sure to sign up for our podcast at womentowatch.net so you never miss a show and can listen on your own time. That's women, the number two, watch.net, N-E-T. Now more of Women to Watch with Sue Rocco on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I'm talking to Gemma Toner, the founder and CEO of Tone Networks. And by the way, just a shout out uh, to Villanova. We're both Villanova graduates. Wanted to... Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Gosh, I'm hoping. Oh, I'm hoping we're going to see some basketball this this winter. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's a that's a toy cost for I sure. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope yeah. so. Um, okay, this is something I read, and I just uh, I guess I was a little appalled, and I want to see um, how you responded to this. I read that during your corporate years. Um, you went into a meeting uh, to present, and it was a, a, uh-huh. a room full of men. And at the end of your presentation, a woman approached you and said that you were too aggressive and you were intimidating the men in the room. And, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay, so I remember do you that. remember that? <laughs> I mean, that's the story that stands out in your mind. Yeah. What, tell me how. Tell me how you responded to her, and and if you felt any. You know, did you just take that as, well, that's ridiculous. I, you know, I'm, I'm a woman doing um, my very best. And were we taken aback? Yeah. I think it was a little bit both. So I think, you know, look, the, the, the thing that, you know, as you advance in your career, and I wish I had learned this skill earlier in my career, quite frankly, and it's part of why, again, I found a tone. I want women to have these tools earlier so that they know how to react. Uh, I think feedback is just what it is. It's feedback, you know, and you say, thank you very much. Uh, So I would say I was definitely, the reason why I told the story was I was taken back. Uh, That being said, you know, I I knew enough not to be defensive and said, you know, why? And, you know, then you kind of think about it and decide what you want to do about it. But, uh, you know, there's certainly uh, that situation where when you are, you know, it's been a, been around forever, right? Uh, when, you know, if a man's aggressive, you know, a woman is not not able to be aggressive, right? You know, those are sort of those double standards that exist, and I certainly experienced it. And I think sometimes it's even harder uh, when you get that feedback from a woman. But you know what? It's real. It's there. And you know what? That's no surprise either. We know that that happens. You know, some of my greatest uh, mentors have been, uh, men and women, quite frankly. So, you know, it just depends on uh, that individual. But I think for me, the lesson was, you know, kind of that steeliness of accepting feedback and not actually um, having to feel like I had to fight back because I didn't. Tell me how you view the world being a better place when we have more women leading 
across all industries? What is it that you envision or you yeah. see as as the most valuable for that to uh, you know of that happening? Right. I think we'll I think what we'll see, and this has again been documented, we'll see better bottom line results. Right. Uh, the more diverse, and whether that's that's women, that's women of color. Uh, that's also minorities. I mean, the more diverse our workforces are, the more creativity and innovation we will have. Again, this is documented through lots of research and bottom line analysis. And I think uh, we'll have a world where, you know, women do bring their very specific leadership traits that women bring to the table. Uh, and, you know, just a very a much higher EQ, if you will. And so I think we'll have better results and better work environments. And how would you describe your own leadership style, Gemma? When when you think about your team and the people that are working with you, what is it that you find to be the most effective in motivating them and keeping them positive and, and um, engaged? You know, I am very fortunate to have a fantastic team. You know, I think part of having a team is for them to be really clear on what the mission is and uh, to be willing to be flexible and pivot, especially if you're in a startup, uh, there's always things that are changing quickly. And so I think for me as a leader, I would say I'm very direct and we communicate a lot. Now that we are, are we're totally virtual, we're communicating even more. So I would say that it's that, you know, that clear line of communication and also reminding um, all of us, why are we here and what's the goal? And how about... And then giving people great feedback. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, when you do something great, acknowledge and praise, you know? And what are you, what are you most proud of? <laughs> I'm most proud of we are where we are, you know? Uh, we've, we're working with... Uh, very big companies that clearly see this as an important initiative, uh, that we have a fantastic team that's highly passionate, you know, creating software that works and is, com is a compelling customer experience and content that uh, women are finding helpful and making an impact in their lives. So. I'm really happy where we are, and uh, we're not done. We've got a lot more to do. And tell me how you're, how are you, um, you know, spreading the word and letting people know about the network? Yes, right. So, from a, a business to business perspective, most of it is really through referrals. Mm -hmm. uh, so where we get, and which is the best way to build your business, yes. right, from previous results. Mm -hmm. And then, like so many companies, you know, we're using uh, social media as a way and some direct marketing tactics to really get the word out. Um, speaking with Gemma Toner, the founder and CEO of Tone Networks. Again, it's a micro learning and coaching tool designed for working women. You know, Gemma, one of the topics we talk about a lot on the show is uh, STEM, the field of science, technology, engineering, and math. And it's really important to us to try to let young girls know how cool these fields are. Um, and one of the things I think is to, to literally show them what the jobs are that are available in these different areas. What would you say you think is, is working in order to help get them excited about pursuing fields that perhaps they thought, you know, were, were only for boys? Right. Well, I, I think 
you know, look, if you're naturally good at math or you're naturally good at science, you know, there's, you know, I would hope uh, young girls today are, are feeling empowered enough that, you know, they'd want to pursue that. I would also say that, you know, these fields, uh, you don't have to be uh, the, you know, a, a mathematician, you know, to be in the technology sector. You know, there's so many other areas that you can get into, you know, to be a part of that STEM community. And I think role modeling is what's most important here is for young women to see themselves in the success of other women that are moving before them. Uh, and for them really to share, you know, here's what the job is like. Right. I agree. Listen, Gemma, I am so grateful that you came on the show and, and talked about your journey. And we'll be sure to spread the word uh, with our listeners about Tone Networks and, and all the great tools and resources that you provide there. Thank you so much for having me. That's it, everyone, for another week of Women to Watch. Thank you so much to our sponsors and our watch team for their support. And thanks for tuning in. Have a great and safe week, everyone. Thanks for listening to Women to Watch with Sue Rocco, a Jacob Media production. If you're interested in learning more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Kraus at 267-261-3428. announcement and does not reflect the views of WPHD or its management. Today's program has been pre-recorded. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.